This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Why am I not losing weight? It's a question that you could be asking despite thinking that everything you're doing is right. Going to the gym, eating right. What is missing? Mr. and Mrs. Muscle are going to be here to take us through some of the surprising reasons why you are not shedding those kilos. Plus, would you take a pill which tricks your brain into thinking that you are full? Well, there's a trial going on. They're looking for volunteers. This pill could be on the market within five years. We've got the details on that and so much more all coming up. On Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. 95. Yes, it's Life Beats on the Pulse 95 and Mr. and Mrs. Muscle are in the studio. We're setting up our uh, Insta Live so that you can uh, check us out there as well. Uh, Viv is here. Hello, welcome back. Hi, thank you. Oh my gosh, we missed you last week, girl. I missed you guys too. Good to see you. And uh, Mike is just settling in as we speak. Hello. Yes, hello. Good, good morning, sir. Good morning. How's it going? <laughs> Been very, very good today. <laughs> good, good to hear. Oh my gosh, there is so much to discuss. Our uh, big topic of discussion um, is going to be all about, you know, all of those reasons why we might think we're doing all of the right things, but we're still not seeing results if we're trying to lose weight. Uh, and there are lots of surprising reasons that that could be. But let's just uh, kind of ease in with a couple of the weird and wonderful, uh, there's always great news stories. To do with health and fitness yep. uh, that will blow your mind. <laughs> um, the, no less than a, a pill, which is going to trick the brain into thinking that you are full, that you feel full. That's going to be tested on people and they're looking for volunteers. <laughs> I read that article and um, yeah, yes. you know, for me... I think that's a big, big problem. Why would you want to trick yourself to say that you're full? It's, it's just another way of saying, you know, don't worry, we're going to take away the self-control that you have and give you something um, else to, to take that part over. Like, you should be able to exercise that self-control. And, it, and, it's, and that's the main um, point about this particular pill. It's to take away that self-control. Say, don't worry, we're going to do this hard part for you. We're going to trick you into thinking you're full. And then that way you don't eat. You should eat at the times where you need to eat. So what happens if you're tricked at a time where, no, no, you should really be eating and then, you know, you've got that problem. And it speaks to what we're going to be talking about as well in yes. terms of managing your health um, and the effects that that can have on it. But don't you think that this is, um, we've seen that this study just come out this week talking about the skinny gene and how, you know, uh, there are people who are overweight, not because of mm. uh, a lack of self-control or a, a lack of doing all the right things, but actually because there's, uh, they're lacking basically the skinny genes that they need to be able to control their weight in a, within a normal range. So would this be a good thing for people like that? Or what are you thinking? Again, definitely um, genetics plays a part in the whole health, across all health spectrums. Mm. Uh, do I still agree with uh, there being a pill to kind of, um, like if, if the pill is going to do something that's, 
some sort of corrective gene therapy. Yeah. That's something completely different. But we're using the terms tricking the brain into thinking that you're full. And, um, you know, no matter what genetics or not, there's still a way for you to go down the process of losing that weight naturally. Because you'll find the problem with a lot of people isn't so much um, the, the weight loss. And we're going to talk about this later. It's, it's the time it takes. If it's not happening quick enough and you've got a pill that is supposed to assist in that, generally these things end up leading to some form of abuse of that particular pill or mm. some reliance on that particular um, medication or supplement. So I, I still stand with the, nah, for that. For that <laughs> Absolutely not. Viv, your thoughts? Uh, I definitely agree. Um, anything that makes you have to rely on something and you not doing it off of your own back, um, I definitely disagree with. I feel like I believe in everybody having control over their own lives and... Um, I just feel like when you ha you depend on things, it's not really coming from you. And it's kind of like giving yourself reasons or, or excuses um, for being a certain way or not to, to do or not to push yourself beyond a, a certain um, uh, level. So definitely, I would say if you can, just do it off of your own back. I like that. Yeah. I like that because it goes it's beyond just, you know, tricking the brain into being full and stopping eating. It's actually looking at you know everything that we do and how we do it and getting ourselves into that routine of just being healthy yes yeah as well yeah and um one more thing to touch on about that whole pill thing look definitely um a lot more research needs it needs um to be kind of released on that but the, if we look at the mechanics behind the tricking of the pill we're really talking about it either suppressing a particular type of hormone or doing something on a uh, biological level so it's not so much just the mental aspect but it's going deeper into how can we affect the hormones that whether it's regulating your appetite or hormones that says you know you need to eat how do we play with that and mm -hmm. I, that's kind of dangerous territory because our bodies are, are made perfect let's just face it our bodies are made perfect they're made in the way they're supposed to be and when we start playing with tiny little features of that we don't we don't truly understand how that can unfold and affect things later down the line and so, affect other things yes. yeah, that you didn't true. even think could could possibly be affected For by sure. something like that. Very, very good points. We'd love to hear what you think about that. Let us know through social media or uh, get in touch by text as well. Uh, sometimes I do think, you know, it would be so nice and so easy to just take a pill. But you bring up some excellent points that, that would kind of make you could just go, hold on a, a minute. You know, I've got to. I've got to step back from this uh, for a moment. They're going to be putting it into trial, so we'll see what the results of yeah. that could be. Uh, it could be on the market within five years, but uh, so much is going on in the world of uh, health and fitness as well. You guys get so many questions yes. uh, from those who follow you online. Uh, and one of the biggest questions that you get is, why am I not losing weight? Yeah. So where do you start with something like that? Especially if you have made that commitment, you're uh, exercising and you are uh, eating properly or you at least you think you're eating right. Uh, let's go into that. So where would you start when you are trying to break that down? I, I think um, when it comes down to that particular question, most most people, uh, when they make that, when they ask that question or make that statement, it's because they've just made a big change and that big change was well i started to focus on i don't know eating healthier i changed my diet let's say change i changed my diet i'm now attending the gym more it's been x amount of weeks or months and i'm still not really losing the weight um there's multiple reasons for that um i'll kick off with saying things like you could be losing fat and building muscle at the same time so you, you can't just look at the scales and say i'm not losing weight you might not be losing weight but you might be changing in your structure and in your shape 
and in a more important way for sure yeah for mm. sure so when you have fat loss um you basically shrink in well your body shrinks because the fat takes up less space in your body than muscle does and if you are building that muscle it's kind of like you don't fully replace it but it, the scales kind of even out so that's why it's a good way to take different uh, type of measurements so you can measure around your waist or around um, a body part your hips or your arms to see um the the fat loss how much you've uh, lost in centimeters or millimeters however you want to measure it and also you can take pictures as well and um, also track it by using maybe a fat percentage calculator or uh, calipers or something like that mm -hmm. so yeah. you can see it rather than relying on the scales because the scales they fluctuate you know we can have water retention and hold up to like maximum like two kg of water and you'll be like what i lost that weight and then <laughs> it's back the next day so that's quite frustrating and it's really like it takes its toll mentally so yeah you want to try find other ways of seeing the changes it's interesting because a lot of people say uh, you should uh, get rid of the scales uh, that that's one thing you should be doing when you're trying to get healthier and even trying to lose weight as well so i'm going to get uh, your opinion on that next and talking about uh, other reasons why you might not be seeing the weight loss that you were hoping for that's all coming up next on life beats on pulse 95. this is pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Continuing in the discussion with Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, Viv and Mike are here. If you've got questions for them, send them in. We're talking about this, those reasons why you might not be losing weight that you didn't actually think of. Viv, let's come to you uh, because nutrition is a big one when you're thinking about that. There's lots of things to be mindful of there. So yeah, definitely. where do we start? Okay, so um, first things first, you would want to start on actually tracking your food. So what you're actually putting in your body not just food also the liquid beverages that you're having um uh, ways of doing this is to well initially i would say to try and keep a food diary obviously you don't want to get too obsessed with it because then it kind of takes out the joy of the journey yeah. and it could become unhealthy so try and track down what you're eating and be mindful of it um and also just um just note that if you're having certain types of foods are they processed foods? Are they foods that are, you know, naturally grown from the earth? Generally, when you're having, um, well, trying to eat, you, you want to be eating foods that have less ingredients in them. So the majority of the time we're having foods that have, you know, added, you know, um, additives and things, you know, additives, more whole foods. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole idea of, of eating something that's more pure, basically, yes, yes. less processed, uh, less additives, less of those E numbers. Um, a friend of mine, she's um, she's great because the, the, she's got five kids. That's like, how do you even keep track of nutrition with five <laughs> kids? Crazy, right? You know, and, and kids love to to eat all of those wrong foods that are processed, that are junk food or whatever it is. So when she goes to the supermarket, she says to her kids, "Look on the back of." the product mm. you know and look at the she tra teaches them to look at the ingredients and she says if there are any e-numbers we don't buy it it's amazing that's actually where it should start from it yeah. starts with the education side of things so you know linking it directly to the topic of why you're not potentially losing weight are you taking the steps necessary to a look at nutrition labels 
Are you making sure that there's things in there that you're not allergic to or things in there that are causing even more cravings? Things are, sugar's addictive. Things like sugar are addictive. Um, are you purchasing, like we've mentioned, more whole products that are easier to digest? So, um, you know, bring it back to your, your tracking point. It's not about counting the calories per se because you can still lose weight and not count them. It's just, are you aware of how much you've eaten and what you've eaten? And, and, and again, I've done this before in the past. Anyone that's listening, ask yourself right now, really quickly, do you remember everything you ate yesterday? And it's tough. No. You know, and this is, this is it. The reality is it's tough. So if you can't remember everything you've eaten yesterday, there's a good chance that you think you're probably eating right. But there's things that came in along the, the way that, you know. Yeah. And a lot of time you're basically having, okay, you'll have your healthy meals. Yeah. You, you set your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner. And then in between, you're not really tracking what you're having. And um, you might sneak in like a tablespoon a spoon of um, like peanut butter or something like that. And you wouldn't realize that actually has quite a lot of calories in it. And then every time you do something like that, it just adds on top of the your additional calories for the day. Because you think as well, oh, it's just a tablespoon yeah. or it's just a teaspoon. But actually, that's really nutrient dense and fat dense and yeah. good fats. But it's it, it is like it counts. It counts. Mm. And you think, oh, it's healthy. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. I will just, you know scrape a little bit of peanut butter with some celery <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it'll it's be true. fine it, it won't go it, anywhere it happens a lot actually where you find um you think you're eating really healthy foods which they are healthy foods but then you're overeating them because you just are constantly snacking on them yeah. and you're you're like oh because it's healthy i can have as many as i want but then it's like the calories that you're racking up um they, t they sneak up on you and that could be the reason why you're not losing weight in in order to lose the weight you have to be um, in a calorie deficit at the end of the day, um, every day, if, if you want to, you know, lose it efficiently. And um, and even adding on to that particular point, it brings me to, we had a panel talk discussion, um, I think it was just over the weekend, um, and we talked a bit about, there was a question asked, can you eat too many vegetables, for example? And the answer is yes, you can. Um, even though things like vegetables are Can healthy. you eat too many vegetables? You can, because there's different types of vegetables. You've got the fibrous types of vegetables, and then you've got um, the starchy veg. You know, like when you're eating starchy vegetables or vegetables that have high sugar content, if you continuously eat those, you're going to do the same thing that like your carbohydrate. It's, it's a carbohydrate. Sorry. Let's clear this up. Vegetables are a carbohydrate. All carbs. vegetables are carbs. Yeah. All. All of them. Yeah. Mm. So vegetables are carbohydrates. Um, they do the same job as a carbohydrate does, but just in a much slower uh, process. So, yeah, you can you can overeat on anything. Anything that you can eat, there's a, definitely you can have too much. Um, so, Yes track the amount you're eating so maybe you're not losing weight because you're still overeating but on the flip side there is a chance that you could potentially be under eating as well and um this, this has happened with me um with me speaking with numerous clients sometimes i do get them to send over photographs of what they're eating um just to kind of gauge because in their mind it's like yeah no but i had a lot like it filled me up and then really it might just be a small tiny piece of chicken five lettuce leaves and, and, and you know a little bit of um, cabbage or onions on the side and it's not enough and you're and even though you feel like okay but I, i'm now not eating that much even i feel like it's a lot why, why am i not losing the weight well you're ultimately affecting your metabolism you're slowing it down your you, the energy that you're trying to get from food is not like the energy is not being delivered and because you're not getting that energy your whole process starts to slow down and um that kind of brings me on to talking about the protein um a lot of us aren't eating enough protein so if you find that you've changed your diet, you find that you're exercising more, maybe you're not eating enough protein. 
And what do you mean by eating mm. enough protein? Let's break that down. Okay, so they say the recommended amount of protein you should be having is about 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight. Mm. So, you know, if let's assume that you're 80 kilos. If you're 80 kilos, you should be having around about between 160, 170 um, grams of protein. Now, when someone says to you, um, are you having protein? The common answer is, yeah, I'm, I'm eating my, you know, my meats. I'm eating my fish. Um, and if you were to go and weigh that and you were to have, let's say, 100 grams of chicken, sometimes you think in the back of your mind, well, I've got my 100 grams of protein for the day. But no, there's a different breakdown. Yeah. So, so essentially... That's not all protein. No. Yeah, it's not all protein. There's potentially fat in there. There's different macronutrients. You might be getting mm. like 10% or 30 or 50% of that particular grammage, that net is what protein is so yeah and it's such a shame as well because of uh, the preparation process of food also um, you lose the nutrient value of it as well so you think that okay this is 10 grams or, or have many grams of protein that you're having but because you've heated it up you've actually lost some of it really so the majority of us are actually severely under eating in protein and it's um it's actually a big struggle of mine as well because i find that i i cannot eat the recommended amount for myself of protein and it you can really see the difference in your body um when you're under eating and then when you're eating even even if it's not the amount you should be but you're when you have more so it, it makes a difference for sure that's a really big point uh, we're going to be continuing uh, talking about those reasons the surprising reasons why you might not be losing weight even though you think you're doing everything right uh getting to sleep and stress Yes, that can have a big impact on your health. Uh, more on that next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Beats, Life Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. 95. Lots of incredible information here from Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, all about those things that could be stopping you from shedding those kilos when you think you're doing everything right uh but actually there are bits and pieces that are missing this is a, you know it's a science there is an art to this as well <laughs> understanding the body you know a lot of us don't really understand how our body works and how uh, all of these things are processed we had a big long discussion in the break all about protein why well, that's so important that's kind of where we left off uh, viv and mike and uh, mike uh, the, one of the most important things is how protein affects your hormones as well yes so protein um is very has a positive effect on our um appetite regulating hormones like ghrelin so it, you tend to eat when you feel like you're not satisfied protein has been proven or an, an increase in protein has been proven to improve uh, satiety um also the positive speaking of being full yeah. you know and that and that pill that we were talking about there you go you don't need the full the, the, the increase your protein <laughs> the pill <laughs> that's it yeah. it's true you don't need it so increase your proteins mm. um it's also shown to help prevent weight regain this is really important um it helps prevent weight regain because generally what happens when you lose weight your metabolism starts <laughs> to slow down and um, we call it metabol metabolic slowdown protein can help prevent that or at least limit or slow that down so um these are other reasons why you may have initially started losing weight and you've come to a bit of a plateau um you're not sure what's happening things have started to slow down just make sure you're getting enough of those um macronutrients protein being one of them mm. yeah absolutely vital 
And you can do it uh, in, in different ways. You were talking also about uh, how to get uh, the complete uh, proteins. Uh, what do we mean by complete proteins as well? So when we talk about complete <laughs> proteins, we're talking about the um, actual nutrient profile, the amino acid profile of these proteins. So a complete protein will have the full amino acid profile. And um, this really is important for those that are vegan or vegetarian, uh, mainly vegan, Trying to get complete proteins is um, has always been a challenge. There's probably two non-meat sources that are a complete protein, and that is uh, quinoa and buckwheat. So very important to note. Um, look for those two sources of food. Try to include that in your nutrition. And if you don't like those foods or you're not including them, you're not ever having that full complete protein. Your repair process is going to still be slow. You're not getting the essential amino acids that you need. So um, what you want to focus on is trying to include them where you can. So definitely, definitely, definitely your proteins. Start looking at that. Remember, we've said it's about 2.2 grams per kilo um, of body weight. And that's super important. In terms of something you mentioned earlier as well, um, Viv, about sugar and uh, making sure you don't drink your sugars oh, yeah. or avoiding those foods that are, say, healthy uh, or light or a diet or whatever it is that is, you know, kind of packaged and, and marketed out there to all of us as has been uh and still is in fact but actually they're not healthy at all no usually they have hidden you know sugars or something else in them a, a good example of this is um granola and you tend it, it's heavy in carbs anyway if you have it by yourself but then you have all these added like dried fruits and nuts and then so that's just racking up the calorie intake and then if you're going to have it with um, milk or full fat milk, that's uh, more fat and more calories in it already. And obviously, when you break down milk, it's the lacto lactose, lactose, lactose yeah. which is basically sugar. Yeah, so it's just like everything that you're putting in your body breaks down to that, that form of sugar. And it's just like they it just, you know, these tiny little things, they sneak up and it really adds up and that's it so racks up your calorie count for your um, the meal that you're having or your and snack. Also Things like granola or cereal or whatever, it's generally like soaked in sugar anyway because it would taste like cardboard <laughs> yeah, if yeah. Uh, they didn't put sugar in it. So yeah, you've got you to gotta flip that that box and look at the back and what's in it. Yeah, um, definitely. Because I mean, even something like bran flakes, yep. if you look on the back of that box, it says 20 grams of sugar or something is in that, is, is in each 100 grams, which is like, yeah, it's what? Yeah. It's funny you mentioned about bran flakes. bran flakes. I was just about to say. <laughs> um, so with bran flakes, like I don't mind it. Um, it's not my favorite. Um, and it's one of the, like you look at it as one of the healthier options, but right. you're right, it's got the sugar. But what te what people tend to do is be like, okay, I'm not going to add any sugar to my cereal. Mm -hmm. Maybe I don't want the bran flakes. Maybe I want the raisin bran. I want yeah. the bran flakes that has raisins I've done in this. it. I'm very guilty of this. And this is where you'll find us arguing in the aisle. Well, we haven't had cereal now for God knows how long, but you would find us arguing in the aisle about, look, come on. You don't need the extra raisins inside this. Can you not see it? It says sugars. But again, it's important but to it, but Sorry, for part, for me, it's part of the actual enjoyment process of eating. I like I like the taste of it. And um, the reason why I eat bran... Well, I used to eat bran flakes was because it was quite high in fibre. And I, uh, I, yeah. I was quite... I wasn't consuming enough. And I found that was actually a good way to get it in. And it was actually quite effective. 
Um, I just really liked the sultanas because well. <laughs> I like sweet things. So. Did you kind of go into, like, you'd put the, the portion, then you go into the cereal and, and box and actually pick out more sultanas and put them on? Oh, yeah. Is that I you? Always, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would always <laughs> do that. <laughs> but then what I started doing, because I loved my sultanas, I, I started buying them separately. So I'll buy the brand And putting flakes. more on. So basically, just, just, to, just to agree with Mike, okay, fine, we'll get the brand flakes. All of a sudden, there's a big pack of raisins, you know, in the um, basket. Oh. So. Love it. Um, but no, <laughs> d- definitely in terms of um, looking at bringing it back, in terms of those hidden sugars, don't drink them. It's the same goes for juices. When we look at fruit, some people are like, okay, why can't I just juice it to get that intake? You also need the fiber that comes with uh, the fruit. And that's really what you lose down, when, yeah? you're, when you're um, juicing. And you know what's interesting? You know those fruits like uh, the, the, the citrus fruits? Yes. Like your grapefruit, like yep. your orange, uh, you know, like your pomelo. I'm hugely into pomelo. I love, that's one of the most underrated fruits out there. Yeah, for sure. So I fleshy. Oh, yeah, you've got to get they into look like it. massive grapefruits. It looks like a hum. it looks like a soccer ball sized <laughs> oh, wow. grapefruit, okay? Let's try it. But it's not as bitter. It doesn't have the bitterness. Um, it's oh, slightly like more that, sweet, yeah. 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 Uh, and it's like so fleshy and amazing. It's like you rip into a piece of meat, but it's fruit, <laughs> oh, right? Wow. It's amazing, right? Um, but you know, the white, I don't even know what it's called. What's the white part called? Um, the rind? Has a name. Is it rind? Yeah, it's not. It's, it's, it has it's, a name. Yeah, well, the, there's riboflavin in it. It's, the, it's not the rind. This, I know what you're talking about, but the riboflavin. It comes what, from that. What covers up the, yeah. the actual fruity yeah. part, right? Um, you're supposed to eat that. For a hundred percent. That's where that's where the most of the um, nutrients are. And the fiber um, and everything else. It's all inside. It's there. amazing, right? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So most of us don't. And then when you juice it, you lose all of that. And that, and that's what and that's what we don't understand sometimes. Like, yeah, but I've got my five portions of fruit. No, you've you've got those five portions of instant fructose sugar that's been. <laughs> Um, converted. So yeah, it's completely that's, different. That's one aspect. It's yeah. completely different. Uh, we're going to come next to, uh, we still haven't got to it, sleep, yes. stress, uh, all of those things that could be affecting you uh, in your journey to weight loss and to health. More next on Life Beats on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Life Beats podcast. Life Beats Beats. with Sally Musa, only on Pulse 95. Yes, we're back with more from Mr. and Mrs. Muscle, Mike and Viv. We are uh, talking now stress and sleep. How can those things uh, stop you from achieving your weight loss and even your health goals as well? These are two big ones um, that we've been hearing more and more about recently, but I don't think we still pay enough attention to in our everyday lives and do enough to kind of to uh, overcome them stress and sleep and they're very much interrelated aren't they yes for sure um if you're not getting enough sleep 100 percent, you're obviously tired if you're tired and you've got a big task to do you get cranky if you're cranky and you don't complete your task you become stressed um it's a never-ending cycle <laughs> yes it, it is speaking speaking from experience you know, so, <laughs> um yeah no they're very much interlinked um sleep is more so interlinked to how to help counteract the stress when we overstress whether it's um, like i mentioned work family related emotionally stress whatever it is um we cause our cortisol levels which is a steroid an aggressive hormone which we need but we cause our cortisol levels to rise quite high and when our cortisol levels are increased so does our insulin levels go up mm-hmm. so it, it forces more insulin out into the body now we've talked in the past about insulin which um, is responsible for shuttling sugar 
from the blood and into the muscles to give you energy and if you don't need it it shuttles it away from there into storage which turns into fat now before we get to the stage of it even turning into fat what's going to happen is that insulin spike is going to cause our blood sugar levels to come down and if our blood sugar levels are down continuously what's going to happen is we're going to start craving for more sugar we're going to crave really really fatty foods and when you're low on energy you're looking for more energy always always your body's like okay I didn't sleep, so, you know, I desperately need that, uh, you know, hot chips or whatever something. it is. Something that is just going to fire up that energy because you have none. You uh, haven't renewed your body and overnight. This, um, and this links directly back to the point where, where we said, do you remember what you ate last night or, or yesterday, the whole day? Like, do you remember what you've eaten? Because there are those time periods throughout the day where you are quite stressed or you're, you're like in the middle of something and you're not really thinking and eating. And, and I do this a lot with popcorn. And, and Viv and I have mentioned that before and I could be <laughs> going through editing and this, this is just a quick example I go through editing and the computer hangs it freezes and I start tapping the computer come on come on buddy <laughs> yeah. and then it's oh, not responding no. I see the circle just going around and then my hand goes to the popcorn I'm like okay cool and then I start stacking but I would never count that as part of what I've eaten for sure but it does like that stress level forces you to go down that process of snacking and unconsciously snacking yeah so we lose that mindful uh, mindfulness and we're just unconsciously eating but um in terms of bringing that to the sleep factor where it's important to get that sleep is sleep um is one of the ways that you metabolize cortisol so if you've got those ele elevated levels of cortisol and you want to really start bringing those levels down really start focusing on that sleep and not late sleep you, you, you need that early sleep you know what's early <laughs> let's break this uh, early sleep is definitely not midnight it's not even 11 o'clock from about 10 11 yeah. um i noticed a massive difference when i started to go to uh, to bed at about 11 o'clock yeah um and i think i woke up at about five and that for me was enough sleep i felt so much better i had a great routine and um yeah so i'll give you an example last night i think i went to bed at 12 and um I actually slept well, but then Mike's alarm went off, I think, at about 4.30 in the morning. And it just ruined my whole sleep. I woke up and I was very mindful of, oh, that was a quality sleep, but it wasn't enough. So what it did was um, it actually made me feel like it kind of affected my whole well-being. Yeah. And um, I just I just felt kind of groggy and it's just taken me a while just to, you know, get into my day. And um I was feeling a little emotional and, you know, just strange. So sleep is seriously uh, essential for your well-being. It and breaks just, the whole thing up, it, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I find that even you, you're right about the early sleep thing because even if you sleep, like, say, at midnight and you wake up at 7, yeah. uh, for example, it's still not the same as going mm. to bed, say, at 10, waking yeah. up at 5. You will still get, like, it's the same amount of sleep, but... It feels so different. Yeah. You know, you've just put like a light bulb moment that's gone off in my head because I I, I always know that. I understand that. If I go to bed later and even if I get even if I get eight hours worth of sleep, I think, no, it's not quality. But when we're sleeping, if we really think about the other senses, everything else gets heightened. We're not using the eyes. We're not really touching anything anymore. So what gets heightened is 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 your sound. And the rest of the world is waking up. It, it might not be loud enough to really wake you up, but the rest of the world is waking up. I wouldn't be surprised if you're getting those vibrations come through and there's a bit of brain activity. Mm -hmm. So, um, and, and I think that's also why sometimes, you know, Viv might be up early, I might be sleeping, she might be singing some lyrics and all of a sudden I'm dreaming of what she's singing. <laughs> and and, that, and that's a real thing for some people. Like, someone was talking about something, all of a sudden you've dreamt about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That happens. Yeah, so it's true. That's 
but I, I find week. that also like with sleep you should actually just sleep if you can when you're tired so try not say if you're watching a program or something or reading a book just before actually books are great to read before bed because they kind of send you to sleep they as always well. do yeah um but if you're watching a program and you know you've got it on netflix and okay oh up in eight seconds and you let that go and you kind of start watching it like all night but if you are able to stop yourself and just go to bed when you're tired i think your quality of your sleep will be better than staying up until you can't literally stay awake anymore and then fall asleep yeah because the quality of that sleep obviously from the light from the screen it's just affects you anyway but um from personal experience <laughs> it's just ruined my my sleep and then my my day the next day is just completely like awful i'm just it's like trying to catch up so. right on it's exactly we've all been through it but those are the reasons why uh, people might not be seeing the results that they want or losing the weight uh, but something that we want to start doing is ending the show yes. on a really interesting fact because we kind of started doing that last week um, yes. learning about the body because this is what it's all about uh, so what have you got for us Mike okay so I'm, I'm going to start with easy ones as the shows progress later on I'll give you the, the most amazing facts but Apparently, it takes uh, one step takes the usage of around 200 muscles. So to take one, one step, step, one step, you use about 200 muscles taking one step. So seriously, if you really, really think about that, try to deconstruct that. If you're going to try and improve the quality of your life, just think about what it takes for you to take one step. That's start, amazing. Yeah, no, for sure. Start working out, start exercising, start to moving. You, to you, that's a simple one. But to me, that's mind-blowing. I never thought about it. And I'm someone who uh, had surgery on my foot. Um, and, you know, for weeks, I couldn't take that step. Um, and that just, that was a, such a simple thing. But it, it's devastating when you can't do it. And, you know, the rehabilitation and all of that takes time. And it's, you know, when you put it that way, you realize there's so much going on in that so incredible human body. And that is why it takes time. Mm. Yes. Yeah, it's true. And that is why we've got to appreciate it every single day. Every day. Yeah. That's just phenomenal. Are you going to come back with more amazing facts next yeah, week? Yeah, I've got some in front of me. I don't want to share them. They're so exciting. <laughs> no, They're no, so no. exciting. Keep it, keep it for next week, Mike and Viv. Always, always so much fun with you guys. We always learn uh, so much and we're going to have this up on our podcast. I think we have to put all of your shows together now into like one playlist that people can go to and just go, this is the Mr. and Mrs. Muscle playlist. Amazing. The fitness, the fitness um, podcast for Live Beats. We love it. We love it so much. You're going to be back again with us next week. Awesome. Yep. Uh, that's it from us for Life Beat on Pulse 95. We'll be back again with you tomorrow from 10 a.m. with a very, very special guest, His Highness Sheikh Abdul Aziz Al Nuaimi, uh, the Green Sheikh. He is going to be with us uh, from 10 a.m. sharing uh, his story. Uh, and his mission. Uh, he's an incredible person who is uh, bringing connection uh, and uh, somebody who was well, just like you guys, uh, is about changing lives, changing people, changing lifestyles, uh, being more connected to the environment, being more connected to themselves and therefore living a better life all round. Uh, amazing man. We're going to be meeting him tomorrow on Life Beats from 10 a.m. Have a great day and see you then. This is Pulse 95.
Tune in live every weekday from 10am.